Join me in welcoming to the stage our host for the evening, Sheila de Courcy, and uh, film directors Dermot Lavery and Michael Hughes, and one of our narrators, John McGinley. Thank you. I think, so, first of all, we just let's applaud once more the film and the people in it. <laughs> so many lives. There's so many lives. That, that list at the end is just so many lives. It's, it's, it's quite staggering, you know, when you see particular years, but just the enormity of that. And that is what you were trying to capture in this, I think. I mean, it's extraordinarily poetic. I find, I find it, I have to say, having watched it again, I've watched it twice, um, and I just watched the ending there again, and it's hard not, it's impossible not to be moved yet again by, you know, the various things. But when, you know, somebody says the, the bullet didn't just travel in distance and time, you know, it, can, it has continued traveling. Um, and please put down your guns, you know, uh, let, let children, you know, let the next generation live in peace. And, the, you know, there's so many of these uh, extracts that relations of the people of the lost lives were able to just, when they talked from grief and pain, and they talked with such eloquence. And I think the, the, it's a film, for me, it's, it, it, it's, it, it, you know, it's poetic, and it is coming from the people who, who's lives were lost and the people whose lives they affected. So it's not just the people, but it's also the community and it is their families and, you know, extraordinary. It's really, really... Um, Sean, it's your first time, are you your first time seeing this? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. I mean... Um, well, I was familiar with some of the, some of the material, but... Um, I'm, quite prepared for the power of uh, I mean the, the visceral energy and the life force and the imagery <coughs> excuse me and then just the finality of those people are not there anymore and I thought that, that, that I mean I'm still processing it really but uh, um, it, it, it's it's <coughs> It, it lays it out, really, uh, and, you know, as if we didn't need to be told, but, uh, you know, the times we're living in now, I mean, something like that, it maybe has never been more important, and maybe I haven't seen anything or heard anything so eloquent, really. It doesn't... Extraordinary. It's one of the, I mean, it's a lot to ask you to speak immediately in response to it, because yeah. I think with something like that, it's very strange the Q&A should actually take place in a few hours' time, you know, when everybody has had a chance to 
just allow it. Because as you say, visceral is the word that you describe it. Um, I think, uh, Dermot, were you saying that there is, the, there is no other book that contains a full list in the way that that does about it? Uh, yes, as far as you know, and as far as the writers know, there's, there's no other conflict that um, that has such a complete um, version of, uh, of you know of all the uh, of all the died in a particular conflict, and uh, the, the the writers um, of the book spent seven years uh, slavishly working through all the detail of that. I suppose the difference for our conflict was that it it, uh, it was a thirty-year conflict. Uh, more or less from from beginning to end, you know. So it it was at a you know horrible phrase, but at a low level where it could be assessed and accounted for as we went along. Nevertheless, it was a, a massive challenge for them to pull it together uh, and to present it in book form uh, in in 1999 in the way they did uh, and the way they had managed that and the kind of the rules they that they gave themselves an accounting for that. They were very careful about the language in the book and you know, so the, the basic philosophy of the book flows from the title of the book, which is no matter what your point of view or you know, where you're coming from or what your political thoughts are, um, or what your individual pain was that uh, that you know, um, everyone that died in the troubles is a lost life by by definition. You know. Um, and and in making the film, so you you took the book, and it's something um, you said that you had been interested in looking at it, and I'm, I'm sure there are other people here who are familiar with the book. But in in making it, then you had to look at how to honour the book and honour the people. And I think one of the, the things I would say about it is it's incredibly respectful of of the people, you know, of each of the people and of their families. How you know making this into a film is. Long process? It was, it was a long process. It was a, it was a challenging process. I mean, obviously, we had known the book for many years, down through the years, and uh, we had made quite a few troubles um, based documentaries of sorts for different broadcasters. And we uh, often either had the, the book out around them as a reference um, source, as a way of fact checking, but it was, uh, that wasn't good enough, really. The book represents such, something much more than that, something more profound. Some of the writers would often work with us uh, as uh, advisors on projects and so on. Mm. But as the years went by, we started to realise the book itself was, was represented something, um, a, a rebuke, if you like, you know, about how we weren't able to kind of s s solve our differences, you know, about uh, us drifting uh, into, you know, the conflict that we ended up with. Um, so we knew that it was going to be a challenge. It's a book that's very carefully crafted. The, the, the words are very, very carefully poured over by the writers, uh, and we were proposing to them, and it took quite a while to convince them that, that a, a film could be made of the book and could be made in the spirit of the book, whatever whatever that is. And we had quite a few meetings with them um, to discuss that before we finally um, got their agreement. Uh, but we were still left with the challenge how we made, uh, you know, a seven-year project, a, a you know, a sixteen hundred-page book. Uh, uh, you know, turned into a film of only 90 minutes, how we would maintain that spirit and be good to that challenge and not let them down. Um, and that took us some time. Um, we were fairly certain about what the elements were, you know, uh, to, to, to go about that challenge. But um, the writers being writers, uh, you know, 
were confused by that proposition, uh, and it only started to reveal itself to them as we as we worked through the process. And did you use only text from the book, or did you add to it, or what? You know, in terms of uh, there's there's not a word in the film that doesn't come from the book, other than the the uh, the text at the beginning uh, and at the end, just to um, you know, introduce. Uh, the concept, but every line, every word that Sean and the fellow actors uh, delivered comes from, from the book. Comes from the book. And was it as, you know, in terms of, talk, you know, delivering the words, Sean, was that, it, it, because there's, it, there's personal professional, you know, there's, there's lines there that, you know, obviously this is something that we all have grown up with in different kinds of ways. You know, and, and you growing up in Donegal, it, it was very close to home. Yes. Um, well, we we knew that um, that these words were were the testament of the loved ones, or you, you know, this was there. There isn't. There is no sentimentality here. There there is just the stark. It lays out who these people were and how they died. Uh, and I suppose our job was to to deliver that as um, truthfully and dispassionately uh, as possible. And you know, I think anything, any word, the words we use to describe what went on, you know, like troubles or conflict or war or I mean, they're 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 inadequate to describe it really. And for me, this. The juxtaposition of this, those images, that that life, that teeming life, and those just that finality of those, those lives snuffed out, uh, um, is very eloquent to me. Yeah. It's one of the things that struck me watching it was, you know, when you see the children and um, the archive of children and children being children, you know, full of joy, they're mimicking the behaviour they see around them, you know, they're playful, and then you have the stories, that's the juxtaposition of that, I found very, very, very stark, because children are children, you know, they don't know anything other than what is going on, and I think that, that you know, that first story of a little fellow, each one or whatever, yeah. you know, or the, the other child who died in her, seven-year-old sister's arms, you know, it's, yeah. these are, the film allows you to kind of get an insight into how ordinary lives were and how, how horrific. And it, it also brings it into the present, you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, thankfully there, there are lots of people here probably who weren't alive when the conflict was in full yeah. flow and that's great and long may that continue, but um, I think it's really important that that it, that it's brought to the present, and the you know the energy of it, and the the, the visceral nature of the, the the sound and the images of the violence and the power of nature, and all those things, mm -hmm. give it a weight that 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 it deserves, and that that might be um, salutary in terms of you know let's not make the same mistakes again, yeah. or let's try to let's try to. Um, evolve our, our, our communication, our, our speech, our language, our, our ways of listening and talking and communicating to each other because the alternative is is that, mm. really. So, 
So it's um, it's it's uh, an incredible achievement. Yeah. 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 Really yeah. It is amazing. the the um, you know. We were just talking earlier about the border and, and Brexit and what's going on at the moment, and, and I mean that obviously must. I know it wasn't a feature in the timing of this per se, but there must be resonances for you in in making this and thinking about how things might change. There's, there's definitely resonances, and as you say, Sheila, it wasn't a starting point. The conversations about this film go back six, seven years when we first started talking to the authors. But of course, we can't escape the fact that the timing as we've, you know, prepared to finish the film and, and start sharing it with people, what was going on, and, and as, as Sean says, you know, the language that people use, you know, and, and uh, it's it is worrying, uh, the, the, the kind of carelessness, and uh, um, you, you just do wonder sometimes if people uh, have forgotten. Um, we have some time for questions, and I'm just wondering, does anybody, does anybody like to say something or talk about some? Yeah. Hi again, just congratulations, it's absolutely amazing, but it also brings to mind just how important like remembering and remembrance is and it gets slacked and that you've got to put things behind you and move on. How many times do you hear the phrase, you know, or moving forward or looking ahead? And it is just so important that we just never ever forget. But the question that I would like to ask is balance. Did you have to think of balance or did you just let, you know, because grief is grief, suicide is suicide, it's effects. But like, we came to a point during it when I had forgotten because at the beginning I was looking at the footage and trying to remember some of the atrocities and what came back to me and what didn't from when I was young. So I'm just wondering when we were putting it all together, was it that the narrative, that the people's stories, those left behind, that's what, how you decided? Uh, yes, no, you, you, you make a very important point. You know, balance was going to be a, an issue and a challenge for us, you know, because the book, by its nature, is completest. Every, everybody that died in close uh, at the point at which it was published um, is in the book, so it is by definition balanced, everybody's accounted for. We have 90 minutes to to um, um, to represent the spirit of that. Uh, so the first thing when we spoke to the, to the writers we uh, committed to was to list everybody that died in the troubles in the film, which we do at the end. Um, we couldn't give an account of all the incidences, but we, we could do that as a minimum. We weren't too sure how that was going to work and how long it would take for, to run that, that list. For me, it's the most powerful uh, sequence in the film. Um, but it also means that anybody that comes to the film that has some, that lost someone in the troubles can find their, 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 their loved one's name in there. Um, so balance was a challenge and we, and we did uh, think carefully um, about the range of stories that we were going to tell. We were committed that it would be chronological like the book. But within that chronology, we, we wanted to uh, account for different positions and point of views and experiences and communities. Um, we tried our best to do that, not only, not only for the, the people that died and lost lives, but also people who might have perpetrated whatever the act was that uh, resulted in, in lost lives. We tried our best to do that, and we ended up choosing 18 in the end. I think we recorded something like 100 different uh, uh, incidences and stories, lost lives, stories from the book, and from that we chose the 18 that we thought 
captured the spirit of the whole of the conflict. Um, that doesn't elevate those eight, 18 above any other 18 or any of the other 3,765, I think, at the last count of Lyra McKee. It's just that those we were committed within the 90 minutes to choose uh, 18, and, and, and that's what we did. Um, we hope that people at least feel the spirit of wanting to attain a balance or wanting to make it a place for people to go to find something of their experience, maybe not exactly their experience, but something close to it. Thank you. Hi, very well done. I think you handled um, a history of grief in the North of Ireland very, very sensitively. And I think in many ways what you did in that film was highlight um, the forgotten, the ordinary people. There's very few big profile names from the trouble in there and from the troubles there. And I think that's what makes it incredibly powerful. My question to you is, are there any plans for this film to go be shown in the schools in Northern Ireland or in Ireland as a whole? That, that is something we um, are very keen to do. We um, screened the film in Belfast for the first time about three weeks ago. And we had a Q&A at, at one of those uh, early screenings. and. Uh, the, the discussion became fascinating, quite humbling for us because we had people in, who come to see the film and spoke afterwards because they, um, they said they were there because their mother is in the book or their father's in the book or brother. Um, and out of that discussion came a very, very strong will from a lot of sources that, that we, uh, we do take the film into schools and, and community groups, churches, wherever it is, you know, the, the film obviously will have a life in the, the kind of cinema world and it will be on television, obviously when it's on television it's when it's going to reach the biggest number of people here, but uh, we also, you know, welcome um, any opportunity to, for the film to be used in that way and to stimulate discussion and awareness. And not just in Ireland, I have to say, we, you know, we were very pleased just last week to receive an invitation to bring the film out and screen it in, in Kosovo. Uh, and so we're very kind of aware of the potential. Uh, and we always talked about that when we were doing that that was something we, we'd be very pleased to say and keen to say, to take it to places that have experienced um, similar kind of division and the resulting uh, um, loss. Um, just to say, I, I read the book from cover to cover, I don't know how many times, uh, I suppose about 20 years ago when I was in Belfast, um, and I think it's always important like that, it, 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 the film is very moving, but I think it's also important that like, if you put this film now, um, if you line it up with the other recent documentaries that have come out, the series that was on, I think the BBC or Channel 4, um, around collusion and the role of the state in all of this, um, that the political context to this, um, it didn't just happen in a vacuum, you know, it came out of deep injustice um, and the role of the British state and the Irish state and everything. 
Um, so I think the political context is hugely important. Um, and I think the question of death, um, you know, about death, what it does to landscapes, what it does to communities, what it does to be the kind of the trauma, the collective trauma, um, is a very interesting question. And I suppose there are living deaths, you know, the mass imprisonment, huge, you know, the population and all of this. And I think it's, it's, I think it's a very positive, I mean that in a kind of a, in the best way, um, contribution now to, as I suppose that we have a little bit of distance, that we can begin to look at these issues, but all in the context of, they're all making contribution and maybe it'll take another generation before we can kind of look at it, I don't know. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, just Michael and thanks very much. Um, I suppose I've had the privilege of knowing you both and knowing your backgrounds. And um, I've experienced the conflicts here on this island and in the Middle East and in the former Yugoslavia. And uh, having experienced it at first hand, you know, that visceral first order experience you rarely see it represented in an immediate and direct way. So I think that's an incredible achievement because it, it speaks directly um, and it's, it's authentic and it's, uh, it's very, very powerful and it's very, very beautiful. So that's an observation. And the question I have for you, um, I mean, it, the, it took me by surprise uh, to a certain extent. Um, but I feel instinctively, given the moment that we're in, and I'd said to you, Michael, before we came in here, I think we're in a very strange place at the moment. Uh, a place that I think most of us felt we would, we would never find ourselves in this place again, with the kind of rhetoric that we're hearing, not, not just on, on this island, but, but across Europe and elsewhere in, in the wider world. Um, my instinct is um, that this isn't over, and that this will continue. Uh, I don't think I don't think it's over. My question to you is, and uh, that's probably unfair, but I'll put you on the spot and ask you both because you have a better sense of, of the temperature on the island at the moment. But do you, do you think this is going? I, my instinct is that this is going to continue uh, before it resolves. Is is that? Do you share that feeling? Um, uh, we're anxious, the way, the way uh, you're anxious, Tom. We see this, um, you know, it's never over, is it? I mean, uh, the trouble started, in, you know, supposedly in 1969, but it didn't start from a standing start, you know, it's a escalation and language and rising kind of the conditions for, for conflict, you know, are, are Always there, I suppose, in any, uh, in any, the potential is certainly there in any society. What, what lost lives? The book did uh, sort of propose to us that you know that, that this was a very contained and profound warning from our recent past, and yet, recent or not, we seem to be forgetting it very easily. Um, we were making progress across you know ten or fifteen years after the Good Friday Agreement. We did seem to be cooperating and finding ways to reconcile our differences, you know, 
But then that drifted away again and we resorted back to the old tropes of, of, uh, of, of you know, disrespectful language and conflict by another means and, and then Brexit comes along and suddenly we're moving to another level. Uh, but we're not only seeing that here, we're seeing it all around the world, you know, just listening to Donald Trump the other day as he gloats over, you know, and only creates the conditions for another wave of, of uh, ISIS operatives, you know, to hit the road. Um, so the one thing that the book kind of taught us was that language is important and how people relate to each other is important. Um, uh, and that you know, if we're if we're not to lose the opportunity of 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 fixing this thing properly, and it'll never be, never be fixed forever because it's in the nature of it. It's the nature of our history as an island. Um, uh, then we better be careful about about how we manage our politics and how we relate to each other and how we. <coughs> Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I, can only, I can only agree. I think, um, you know, at the time of the Good Friday Agreement, um, you know, and, and we voted in, in favour, the violence was just yesterday. And so I think there was a kind of, people could embrace a kind of hope and optimism and yes, let's, let's really move forward. Now we're 20, you know, 20 years moved on, and, and we've kind of lost that, that spark that, that, that gave us that, that push. And I think there's a kind of jadedness uh, or, um, that has kind of crept in. You know, we've lost that, you know, if you want to call it idealism, that, that if you like, that we had 20 years ago, and it's got kind of watered down and diluted. Um, personally, I think for many years, you know, of course, that. You know, all those years with the assembly, they were far from perfect, and as you know, we kind of hit the buffers. And but I think a lot of us felt maybe there was complacency, but we felt that you know they'll posture a little bit. You know, they'll go round circles for a year or so, and then we'll come back, and then we'll move on for another year or two, and then they'll hit the buffers again. And, and you know, but we didn't actually feel we were in real danger of stepping back seriously. I think now we're a lot more concerned that we could do. Yeah, you have to remain hopeful at the same time, and and oh. work. We all have to. We all have to. We all have to. I'm afraid we have run out of time. Um, so uh, unfortunately, and um, after we have said thank you to these guys, will everybody leave really fast, <laughs> or we'll be in trouble? Um, Michael, Dermot. And Sean, thank you very much. I think the authors should thank the authors. I mean, I think that it, we, we, the authors and everybody who contributed to the making, I know, is a team effort. So, yeah. Thank well, you. Thank you. Thank you.